Good morning, and welcome to day number 54. Now, I realize that my voice may have changed a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. This is Nikki. I am helping Glenn out uh, with the Bible reading. So you have a new voice today, um, but thank you so much for joining us. And we will be getting started in Leviticus. We will be in chapter 14, verses 1 through 57. Now, we'll be reading from a little bit of a different translation. So if you've been using the one um, that Glenn's been reading from, it is a little bit different, but this is the Christian Standard Bible version. But you can follow along pretty much with any version that you have. But without further ado, we will get started in Leviticus. The Lord spoke to Moses. This is the law concerning the person afflicted with a skin disease. On the day of his cleansing, he is to be brought to the priest who will go outside the camp and examine him. If the skin disease has disappeared from the afflicted person, the priest will order that two live clean birds, cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop be brought for the one who is to be cleansed. Then the priest will order that one of the birds be slaughtered over fresh water in a clay pot. He is to take the live bird together with the cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop, and dip them all into the blood of the bird that was slaughtered over the fresh water. He will then sprinkle the blood seven times on the one who is to be cleansed from the skin disease. He is to pronounce him clean and release the live bird over the open countryside. The one who is to be cleaned must wash his clothes, shave off all his hair, and bathe with water. He is then clean. Afterward, he may enter the camp, but he must remain outside the tent for seven days. He is to shave off all of his hair again on the seventh day, his head, his beard, his eyebrows, and the rest of his hair. He is to wash his clothes and bathe himself with water, and he is clean. On the eighth day, he must take two unblemished male lambs, an unblemished seven-year-old ewe lamb, and a grain offering of six quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil, and one-third of a quart of olive oil. The priest who performs the cleansing will place the person who is to be cleansed together with these offerings before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. The priest is to take one male lamb and present it as a guilt offering, along with one-third quart of olive oil, and he will present them as a presentation offering before the Lord. He is to slaughter the male lamb at the place in the sanctuary area where the sin offering and burnt offering are slaughtered. For like the sin offering, the guilt offering belongs to the priest. It is especially holy. The priest is to take some of the blood from the guilt offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one who is to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Then the priest will take some of the one-third quart of olive oil and pour it into his left palm. The priest will then dip his right finger into the oil in his left palm and sprinkle some of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. From the oil remaining in his palm, the priest will put some on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of the right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on top of the blood of the guilt offering. What is left of the oil in the priest's palm, he is to put on the head of the one to be cleansed. 
In this way, the priest will make atonement for him before the Lord. The priest is to sacrifice the sin offering and make atonement for the one who is to be cleansed from his uncleanliness. Afterward, he will slaughter the burnt offering. The priest is to offer the burnt offering and the grain offering on the altar. The priest will make atonement for him, and he will be clean. But if he is, a, is poor and cannot afford these, he is to take one male lamb for a guilt offering to be presented in order to make atonement for him, along with two quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil for a grain offering, one-third of a quart of olive oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, whatever he can afford, one to be a sin offering and the other to be a burnt offering. On the eighth day, he is to bring these things for his cleansing to, to the priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord. The priest will take the male lamb for the guilt offering and one-third quart of olive oil and present them as a presentation offering before the Lord. After he slaughters the male lamb for the guilt offering, the priest is to take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the right earlobe of the one to be cleansed. On the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot. Then the priest will pour some of the oil into his left palm. With this right with his right finger, the priest will sprinkle some of the oil in his left palm seven times before the Lord. The priest will also put some of the oil in his palm on the right earlobe of the one to be cleansed on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot on the same place as the blood of the guilt offering. What is left of the oil in the priest's palm, he is to put on the head of the one to be cleansed to make atonement for him before the Lord. He is to then sacrifice one type of what he can afford, either the turtle doves or the young pigeons, one is a sin offering and the other one is a burnt offering, sacrificing what he can afford together with the grain offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement before the Lord for the one to be cleansed. This is the law for someone who has a skin disease but cannot afford the cost of cleansing. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, When you enter the land of Canaan that I am giving you as a possession, and I place a mildew contamination in the house in the land you possess. The owner of the house is to come and tell the priest, something like mildew has mildew contamination has appeared in my house. The priest must order them to clear the house before he enters to examine the contamination so that nothing in the house becomes unclean. Afterward, the priest the priest will come to examine the house. He will examine it, and if the contamination in the walls of the house consists of a green or red indentations that appear to be beneath the surface of the wall, the priest is to go outside of the house to its doorway and quarantine the house for seven days. The priest is to return on the seventh day and examine it. If the contamination has spread on the walls of the house, the priest must order the stones with the contamination be pulled out and thrown into an unclean place outside of the city. He is to have the inside of the house completely scraped and have the plaster that is scraped off dumped in an unclean place outside of the city. Then they are to take different stones to replace the former ones and take additional plaster to replace the house. 
If the contamination reappears in the house after the stones have been pulled out and after the house has been scraped and replastered, the priest is to come and examine it. If the, contam- if the contamination has spread in the house, it is harmful mildew and the house is unclean. It must be torn down with its stones, its beams, and all of its plaster and taken outside of the city into an unclean place. Whoever enters the house during any of these days the priest quarantines and it will be unclean until evening. Whoever lies down in the house is to wash his clothes and whoever eats in it is to wash his clothes. But when the priest comes to examine it, if the contamination has not spread in the house after it was replastered, he is to pronounce that the house is clean and that the contamination has disappeared. He is to take two birds, cedar wood, scarlet yarn, hyssop, to purify the house, and he is to slaughter one of the birds over a clay pot containing fresh water. He will take the cedar wood, the hyssop, the scarlet yarn, and the live bird, dip them in the blood of the slaughtered bird in fresh water, and sprinkle it in the house seven times. He will purify the house with the blood of the bird, fresh water, live bird, cedar wood, and hyssop in the scarlet yarn. Then he is to release the live bird into the open countryside outside of the city. In this way, he will make atonement for the house, and it will be clean. This is the law for any skin disease or mildew for a scaly outbreak, for mildew in clothing or on a house, and for a, for a swelling scab or spot to determine when something is unclean or clean. This is the law regarding skin disease and mildew very interesting passages. We will move right along to Mark, and we are going to be reading from Mark chapter 6, verses 30 through 56. Feeding the 5,000. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, come away by yourselves to a remote place and rest for a while. For many people are coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. So they went away in the boat by themselves to a remote place. But many saw them leaving and recognized them, and they ran on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. When he went ashore, he saw a large crowd and had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Then he began to teach them many things. When it grew late, his disciples approached him and said, This place is deserted, and it is already late. Send them away so that they can go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. You give them something to eat, Jesus responded. They said to him, Should we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? He asked them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. He then instructed them to have all the people set down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. He took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves. He kept giving them to his disciples to set before the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. Everyone ate and was satisfied. They picked up the twelve baskets full of pieces of bread and fish. Now those who had eaten the loaves were 5,000 men. 
Immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. After he said goodbye to them, he went away to the mountain to pray. Well into the night, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. He saw them straining at the oars because of the wind against them. Very early in the morning, he came toward them, walking on the sea, and wanted to pass by them. When he saw When they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, because they they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke with them and said, Have courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Then he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased. They were completely astounded, because they had not understood about the loaves. Instead, their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to the shore at Gennesaret and anchored there. As they got out of the boat, people immediately recognized him. They hurried throughout that region and began to carry the sick on mats wherever they heard he was. Wherever he went into the villages, towns, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplace and begged him that he might touch them, just just the end of his robe. And everyone who touched it was healed. Now we will move on to the Psalms. And we are in Psalm 40, verses 1 through 10. Thanksgiving and a cry for help. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he turned to me and heard my cry for help. He brought me up from a desolate pit, out of the muddy clay, and set my feet on a rock making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear, and they will trust in the Lord. How happy is anyone who has put his trust in the Lord and has not turned to the proud or to those who run after lies. Lord my God, you have done many things, your wondrous works and your plans for us. None can compare with you. If I were to report and speak of them, There are more than can be told. You do not delight in sacrifice and offering. You open my ears to listen. You do not ask for a whole burnt offering or a sin offering. Then I said, See, I have come. In the scroll it is written about me. I delight to do your will, my God, and your instruction is deep within me. I proclaim righteousness in the great assembly. See, I do not keep my mouth closed. As you know, Lord, I did not hide your righteousness in my heart. I spoke about your faithfulness and salvation. I did not conceal your constant love and truth from the great assembly. And moving to our last section, this will be in Proverbs. And this is Proverbs chapter 10, verses 11 and 12. The the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life. But the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up conflicts, but love covers all offenses. And that is our reading for today. Again, this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.